fell the motherfucking bread. People like games. I ain't scared of you motherfuckers. At some point in the day show with Solo. I ain't coming from the foolish. That's fucking outstanding. What's up, people, and welcome to the inaugural episode of the At Some Point in the Day show with Solo, who's me and I, and therefore, this is a new daily series uh, from the good old folks at People Like Games. It is going to basically be, to keep it simple, daily, once uh, once a day at some point, and we'll cover one topic uh, in the day. 5 to 15 minutes, it could be a current topic, could be a past topic, could be speculations on the future, could be commentary, could be reaction, could be literally anything, but it will be interesting and fun to listen to. So, and it will be something that is usually sort of uh, overlooked or underappreciated by the actual uh, more established gaming outlets that exist at the moment. And so, if you are looking for your new favorite show, we in the building. And so, regardless, uh, let me uh, say that while we are changing a few things up over here at People Like Games, remain the same. It's a plug walk. The socials are going to remain the same. Uh, The show is just going to fly under the People Like Games banner at People Like Games and at uh, is the uh, handle for Twitter and Instagram. You can find our subreddit at r backslash people like games. You can find our soon to be launched Discord this week on our uh, website, peoplelikegames.com, which also houses our shop, as well as those uh, socials mentioned right before. And lastly, you'll be able to find this show in your ear on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, basically anywhere podcasts are found. We are there and you can subscribe, leave some love and comment and whatever people do. Spread the word. The folks are arriving. It's 2020 in the building already. And I guess last up I have nothing else to plug, I suppose. Um, Let us now without further ado, just jump right into this shit. So, Monday, November 4th, we are going to be covering a story that, in my opinion, has not really been properly uh, highlighted by by the industry at the moment, maybe because of the quick reversal. So, Amazon and Nintendo is today's topic, Would be would before I even begin and move forward. So, The basic premise uh, of this is that on Halloween, Amazon uh, ended up sending a notice to all of its uh, all of its sites resellers of Nintendo products with any item listed under a used or collectible category uh, with the notice as part of our ongoing efforts to provide the best possible customer experience. We are implementing approval requirements for Nintendo products. Effective on 10-31-2019, which this happened on Halloween, so I guess they got the trick, not the treat. Uh, You will need approval to list the affected products. If you do not obtain approval to sell these products prior to 10-31-2019, your listings for these products will be removed. That means that the enforcement period began immediately. And that is sort of ridiculous. And so now that I've read you a statement that basically, if I can sort of 
take the jargon out of it, means that they want to, or you now, if you are an Amazon reseller and say you have a Nintendo Switch that you want to sell on that and make some money, so you can, I don't know, maybe buy something else, whatever the case may be, you now need to get the explicit approval of Nintendo in order to be allowed to sell that. That is a little bit ridiculous only because uh, I guess the if, if you look at the, the, the what that entails, that becomes a little bit ridiculous. So one Nintendo, if, as their online, uh, Nintendo Online proves is not potentially capable of executing maybe this scale of bureaucratic requirements. I'm sure there's a lot of reselling done. However, uh, I'm sure this is a move to crack down on that in particular. And so before I sort of jump too forward in my analysis, it should be stated that by November 1st, Amazon actually uh, released a statement uh, within 24 hours, actually, uh, saying that the sudden restrictions on those uh, Nintendo products were reversed and said that in a weird statement, yesterday's email to third-party Amazon sellers was sent in error and all impacted listings were reinstated within hours. Uh, it did not define what that error was, nor did it define, nor did it touch on in any way what the basis of a sort of draconian measure on a gigantic reselling platform uh, would be based off of. And so now that we saw that it occurred and then swung back, uh, I guess some would say that, well, nothing came of it, but there's a lot to take from this. And so firstly, we're going to touch on the fact that it is an example of when you see an, uh, a deal between some corporate entities, say Nintendo and Amazon to say, for example, give a free year of Nintendo online. If you happen to have say an Amazon Prime membership, that is going to entail that, hey, we sort of don't like everyone trying to resell. I'm sure their intent was not to go after individual resellers. It was to go after like scale resellers to say that, hey, unless you're you're trying to foot too much stock and on the basis of fraud or something, they're saying that they want to protect things, but it, it, it it's a it's a sleight of hand. And so so say they have that deal and now they say, hey, make sure that we're going to get this done as well, which is one of the bases, which I assume, which it will never be sort of, you know, can be proved per se, but that is implied in what the deal was if that deal occurred and now this is occurring with the same two companies. It is sort of potentially analogous to how today we tweeted earlier uh, about Apple and Valve rumoredly or reportedly working together on a VR headset for Apple Arcade. That makes sense to me because they are two companies working in a transformed space and they are better together than apart, but is a quick evolution in their relationship given it was in May of this past year that Steam Links was denied access to the App Store by Apple, citing quote unquote business conflicts and those business conflicts were specifically related to now it seems in retrospect the release of apple arcade very interesting uh but regardless uh it just sort of shows now that that got settled that business conflict is now going to move forward and they're going to be able to work together it's only analogous in the fact that two entities uh with conflicts could put it best or how these things end up working out together is always more convoluted than it may seem 
However, the real, real thing to take from all of this is that it is a very egregious overreach by Nintendo and Amazon, frankly, on any set of reselling because I know the move to digital purchasing has been really in the sort of benefit of all publishers and uh, console makers because one, they're priced the same even though for some reason it has none of the manufacturing requirements, etc. It has zero reproduction costs and so they just profit 100% on the digital version where at least they have some costs associated with the physical versions and so if more of your revenue is now coming without cost, I don't know how you're suddenly losing more money, even if the production costs of games are going up. But regardless, uh, it is, you know, as I'm saying, uh, Nintendo has a sort of stance on the reselling and discounting of its products. And this is sort of relates to if you want to buy Zelda Breath of Wild, which came out, I think, like two years ago or three years ago, you know what you'll pay. Same price you'll pay for Link's Awakening if you buy it digitally. The case for that is that they don't like to keep their games at a permanent discount. And so once a game enters a reselling market, if it's a physical product, what does it become other than set at a discounted price? So no longer is the game have any place where it'll be $60, everywhere will be $40 because it's aged and the used market can lower the price of the actual new product. That is impacting the market from a secondary market created by the consumers. They do not want the consumers to have the ability to have access to that, which is why digital goods that you buy in your games cannot yet be potentially owned in a way because you're just renting everything. And so by rent, if, same thing with subscription models. The point is to keep you perpetually giving money per month so that at the course of a year, you're paying more, but because you don't have the upfront, you get charged with the same model that free to play or same with everything, which is over time, you know you'll end up paying more unless you have the money upfront. And now, even with the case when you have the money upfront, it doesn't make a difference. And so uh, with this case, I, it, it speaks obviously to the want to limit the you know the prices or the price impact really on what the used market creates because the used market is only physical and so what else is going to be impacted by that and the market is gigantic and it, it would be the dumbest thing in the world for all of these retro collectors etc to have to go through a full categorization process and whatever nintendo is thinking about even trying to do with this because i don't have to say it again look at the nintendo online if you can't get more than four people to play Smash together at one time in an online mode smoothly, good luck trying to get every single goddamn reseller to be able to authenticate the fact that their product is from somewhere and not didn't just stumble upon their lap. Like I get the working, like I'll, I'll grant that I understand the basic, basic logic of, hey, this might be a way to restrict them, but it would have been better of restricting a amount of, of registering if you're selling a certain amount of Nintendo products, not restricting every single person with a used or collectible categorization. Um, but what can you do? And that's all I have to say about that because there's not much more. I am going to stay up to date on that and see how this story develops more. Uh, the show might include updates on stories, part twos, part threes, part hundreds, who knows? Everything is evolving. The song's a banger. Everything is new. Thank you for listening. 
this was, I suppose, I guess, episode one. Uh, tune in tomorrow for... I mean, I'm not even go by episode numbers. I'm just going to call the date because that shit's going to take forever if we're going to do numbering. So uh, tune in tomorrow for Tuesday's episode for the topic, uh, which I have not chosen just yet. And uh, we'll get around to it. This will be released at some point today, November 4th, Monday. We're in the building. Let's get it. Day of recording. We live. We out here and we back. People at games.